<clears throat> Hello. <clears throat> so, I um, just got done watching this program about juveniles who um, commit a murder whilst they're, to me, babies. And in 2012, the Supreme Court um, ordered that it was unconstitutional to convict uh, juveniles to life sentences for the being for the fact being that their synopsis their synopsis is kind of like these electrical charges that go throughout our brains have not really developed and or connected until our mid-20s that being said some states in the United States uh, judicial system actually have this system implemented that if you're with somebody that commits a crime then you too are charged uh, with the with the same um, count and I just think that's just the most ridiculous law on the planet and let me explain my my thesis on that the reason why I think that's a ridiculous clause or um, I guess uh, um, act or charge of the judicial system is because I can't tell you how many times that I've gone out with dipshits that were with me and I was the ride, I was the car, I was the driver and I did not know that these people were doing crimes whilst I was with them. I know that sounds stupid. Like, how could you not know? I didn't know that these chicks were stealing from the stores. I didn't know that these losers felt like it was important enough to get me arrested with them. And I go to prison because of their sticky hands and lazy fingers. You know? Um, um, one of One of these chicks... Um, like one time I was at her house and, and I, I complimented her on something she had. She goes, Oh, um, I picked that up when I was with you. And I go, I thought you said you, I go, I thought you said you only had food stamps back then, you know? And she goes, well, yeah, but I still, you know, kind of like five finger discounted it. And I was just like, what's that? And she's all five finger discount you. And I was just like, I'm completely unearthed, if you if you will, for lack of lack of better words. I can't even speak. That makes me so upset. And then another time, I was in the store with this loser bitch, and she puts my uh, my purse or her purse on top of the items in the front part of the cart on the high part. And then when we go to the checkout, I'm not buying anything, right? I was. She just said she needed a ride to the store. And I was just paying my due diligence to society and human beings as general, right? So I'm standing there, and then the, the checkers all, oh, what about that stuff there? And um, I just kind of, uh, lackadaisical, look down at the, to the basket, you know, kind of like, I just want to get out of here. What's she talking about? And the lady goes, underneath that purse? And I look down, I'm thinking, what is she talking about? And it, it gave me a red flag, so I'm thinking, why would... This uh, checker be so startled at the fact that there's something hidden. I don't hide stuff. Maybe it's a mistake of the eye. I'm not sure. So I look down, and um, 
Then this chick I'm with pulls this stuff out from underneath it. She goes, oh, sorry about that. Um, she didn't know anything about that. It was an accident, huh? And I looked at her like, you fucking bitch, dude. You're going to get me arrested for what? For your lazy ass shit? And then I looked up at the checker and I just said, I'm out of here. I'm going to wait for you in the car, dude. And I just went and sat in the car and she gets to the car. She's unpacking all this stuff, you know, that in the middle of triple digit heat weather. I'm doing this as a favor for her. And if security would have been called, which they should have. Um, but I would have been arrested with that loser because she wanted to, um, I guess, promote her high shining qualities, you know, in a public arena and feel like she was cute because she was getting away with theft. And I don't trust people that steal because if they steal, that means they got to lie about it. If they're going to lie about it, that means that they're doing something wrong. Not cool with me. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I've needed or there's been something lacking in my life. And I'm, I've not once gone to the store and just thought, well... I'm just going to steal from them. And you know what's really ironic about this is all thieves think the same in terms of um, stealing from merchants. They all think that, well, they've got so much money. They've got so much product that they won't miss a few. And, and I'm poor. And I deserve this. No, you don't deserve shit. You know what? You deserve to be honest and just go without. Or make it legal so you're not going without. Okay. I, um, listen, the music changed. It's all gorg now. <laughs> I love it. But, um, I, I just went without. If I didn't have a grit, I, I didn't go steal it. I didn't go panhandle. I didn't go beg. I was just out, plumb out. If I didn't have part money to party on, so what? <laughs> I just didn't have it. I just didn't do it. Did I go and take it out on my kids? No. Did I go and take it out on my husband? No. Did I go and take it out on my family? Sometimes. No. <laughs> um, maybe a couple times, you know, I got a little bit crabby, but um, I've learned to deal with subconscious and conscious actions since then. Um, I find it equally as important to stifle myself and my wants and compare them to my needs. And that really shuts me down because I find out most of the time that what I want is, isn't really what I need. You know, so if I want to go outside and I want to look like a fine dandy of a chick and I just don't have um, the apparel to accompany that thought, then I'm still awesome. I'm still a shining star. I'm still... Getting ready to burst and onto the scene. That doesn't make me less of a person because I can't have this and I can't have that. What makes me more of a person is that I do have intelligence and I do have forgiveness and I do have compassion. That outweighs my entire weight and then some a million fold. What? I don't have to go and steal something to make myself feel better. I don't have to go and commit a crime to make myself feel justified. I don't have to go and hang out with crime-ridden people to make me feel a part of a family. I never had really a family. My big brother beat me from 
you know, day one till I was a young lady, a constant, constant. I was forced to lay on the ground and he sat on my chest, put my hands over my head with his knees on both my arms. And the, the two things I had to focus on the, the, the most was breathing. He was so damn heavy that if I released my chest to take a breath, I knew I was going to die. I knew that that weight would have pummeled my heart, right? So I had to keep my chest, my air tight and big like, and take shallow breaths, okay? And then the second thing that really irked me while he was slapping my face back and forth for hours was the fact that that fucker hurt my arms so bad that I thought if I could get out of this, I would kill this motherfucker now. But I know, excuse my language, this is not for children. But um, yeah, I mean, the arms, my arms freaking just, God, they hurt when I was a kid, but um, like a baby too. But anyways, um, uh, I was watching this show, and this is what pertains to what I'm uh, referring to right now, is this, the, this, this awesome woman of a murdered uh, child was saying, you know, about this one case. She was saying, well, that this guy doesn't deserve to get out because this one kid was up for clemency from the governor because he had he was with a crowd of juveniles whence they shot an innocent young man and ended his life. He's 24, ended his life, right? So just because this kid was with that crowd, he was charged for life. And I was thinking, I, you know, I, I've never really um, succumbed or uh, I never really... My thoughts have never really um, resided with that law because I never took residence in the thought that, you know, somebody else is guilty for some, what somebody did. It's um, unconscionable. It's it's weird. It's overcrowding of our prisons. It's more money on the taxpayers. And it doesn't do juveniles, it doesn't give them any crowns of any type. Um, all it does is it just... Um, kind of solidifies what not to do with children you know I mean that's crazy that's what we're doing actually within our prison systems right now we've been banging these prisoners on the head for centuries and centuries and centuries man you're gonna get slammed you're gonna get raped you're gonna get killed you're gonna get threatened every single second of the day because you're gonna go to uh, living hell on earth you're gonna go to prison right and to me how's that done our justice system thus far around the world actually except for Sweden how's that done us thus far where are we at right now? Have we actually um, produced, you know, wonderful gentlemen and ladies from the prison systems? Or do we make more hardened criminals to come out? They get, you know, I am close to somebody who is a recent parolee from prison. And I do know that um, this family member told me once, well, you know what? When you go to prison, you just get smarter on the fact on, on how to commit more crime. And I used to, I'm like a law dog. I used to be like, yeah, yeah, right. You just didn't learn your lesson on justice. But I like had an epiphany one day and thought, you know, what would it be like, Jen, if you opened your mind to the other side of your thought process? What, what would that be like? And I thought... Well, it would be quite liberal, but that's not for me. And I thought, why not? Is it not for you, Jen? You know, if you can forgive people for heinous crimes from um, intermediate family members that they've done to you and they still are perpetrating upon you, 
why can't you look at the other side with an open mind? And um, that was my first um, train of thought to open my mind to how the prisoners are being treated in prison. And I'm not saying that, you know, and I, I totally know firsthand that these criminals don't promote church. Get it? I got it. Okay, it's not good. But what's bad is how they're being um, processed through the judicial system. Um, I just, okay, well, for instance, people that have done me really serious harm in my life and that, um, you know, tried to kill me, um, I can forgive them. I have forgiven them. And I still want to try to keep on forgiving them. So, like, see, for instance, like, some one day I'll be thinking, I'm having, like, a hard PTSD time, right? Um, sometimes my body just, just caves to PTSD. No matter how optimistic I am, no matter how much forgiveness I give, my body has been shot on the nerves on that plane, on that level. Um, my body will just shut down some days. I can't help it. Um, but that's, that's just something I have to deal with. Um, that doesn't make me in the process of noncommittal in terms of forgiveness. No, sorry. It makes me, um, just think, well, I just need an extra day of rest because my body's feeling fatigued. And when I feel fatigued, I feel pain because that was a part of the process when I was a baby. That was part of my growing process of my inner synopsis system of connecting. Is when I felt fatigue, is when I felt the pain from the beatings. That's just how it goes. That doesn't make me any less of a human on forgiveness. It makes me more of an abundant person on love to make sure that I try to educate people on abuse, on um, the hate that we all have and gather and we all um, that we all harbor because either way you want to say it we all have feelings of anger and hate and disregard disrespect and um, sometimes we have unfathoming thoughts of uh, I want to say purgatory <laughs> uh, but uh, this is not religious um, I guess I want to say unforgiving thoughts you know that we do have um, of revenge um, and you know what for people to say that that's not normal that's a lie I'm gonna tell you right now we all have thoughts of revenge at some point in time I don't care how godly you think or say you are if you don't admit that you, you have those thoughts then you're not gonna be able to change your heart you're not going to be able to step out of that mental cage and say, I am who I want to be in the future. What? What now? So who do you want to be in the future? I want to be somebody shining, strong, a star, a planet, an earth, um, an atmosphere, a cosmos, a ray of complete shining light. Oh. That's awesome. Okay, so back to my story. Um, there was this juvenile who was with a gang of other kids. They went and they shot this um, unsuspecting innocent bystander in the head. The gentleman died at the age of 24. So this one little boy that was in the crowd had no clue that these guys are a murder. 
they he had no clue that these kids, these other kids, were going to go and, and assassinate somebody, right? This little kid was 15 years old. He's black. Color doesn't make a difference, but they were trying to make it a difference. Um, he was black, and there was other black kids in the crowd that got convicted also. Anyways, 15, he was kicked out of his house. His mom was on crack. He never had a juvenile um, criminal history, and he was only 15. They charged this kid in Aurora, Colorado. They charged this kid with life. That's crazy. Crazy. So if I were to be in um, Pakistan as an interpreter and I was there with a local or even an, uh, somebody here from the States and we were there with the Red Cross or something like that and something awry went went wrong okay and uh then say if that law applies and i'm sure it does over there because they're they're really strict religious people if i was over there and that person i was with decided to shoplift i would get my hand cut off too because i was with them that's a hard harsh that's a third world country rule that we need not apply to little kids do you know that the Sweden uh, people are so amazing? You know what they're doing in their judicial system? That what they do is they create, um, I guess we would say, uncanny, reborn, remade uh, individuals to be productive with love in society. They don't, they don't uh, utilize the form of punishment. They don't let other prisoners rape other prisoners. They, um, they promote respect amongst all. Uh, and they have counseling. What, they promote self-respect. There's a difference between respect and self-respect. Like I can go out and I can obey the laws all I want. In my local time, here in my skin time, right now, here, right here, right now, I can go out and step out of my house and respect the laws. However, if I go behind closed doors and I abuse myself, oh, I got a, a spammy phone call. Sorry, don't be jelly. Had to ignore it. So, but if I don't respect myself within my own walls and my own privacy, then there's a difference. There's a difference between respect and self-respect. Now... Here is the magical code, people. When you, and if you can, and when you can, and I know you can, incorporate and link, put together those two um, major things, they will feel like a sacrifice at first in life. But hey, like I said, I always have good news at the end of my uh, service and or my potties, my podcast. If you can put those two together, it makes one magical code, one magical code of self-respect that you didn't deserve. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like sometimes my life is is like I got bad things going on. Like my husband hates my guts, right? My mom still doesn't want to have a commitment to me because she thinks I'm evil. And my big brother that beat me my whole life hates me still to this day. My dad doesn't want nothing to do with me. So I'm living in some, like, you know, it's like crucial vibrations in my life that that are cruel. 
But for the fact that I know I'm me and I'm awesome, I'm awesome sawsome. No one can stop a freight train. You hear? No one can stop a freight train of love, forgiveness, happiness, optimism, and compassion, and empathy, forgiveness, and I think I said forgiveness, huh? <laughs> and laughter and smile. No matter what, you can't keep down a shooting star. You just can't. With that said, I uh, just wanted to say that to treat somebody who's totally broken, you don't keep breaking them. You get it? You just don't. If you have to go that way, then you break them down with love. You break them down with kindness. You break them down with softness. You break them down with intelligence. You break them down with education. You break them down with listening. You break them down with patience. That's what you do. Once you break them down with, with those levels, you will always be fascinated at the gem and jewel that you factory made of a diamond, of a human individual. That's what's up with life. That's what's up with you. And that's what's up with humans. I love you guys. Um, stay judicial in everything you do.